I'm Danita, and I'm here to question the other side of life with you, to show how exploring the shadow can be painful, but also sexy. We ask our listeners to unravel parts of themselves they try to hide, and this can be scary, and also bring moments of revelation and elation. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to question and move through fear and some avant-garde ideas that might make you feel rage, grief, sadness, and also joy. I'm going to share insights and personal experiences about how I've been embracing the dark so I can live in my light. Welcome to the other side. morning, Jen. Good morning, Danita. This is for all of the perfectionists out there. I'm talking to you. And to me. A lot of people struggle with perfection in every aspect of their life. Be the best you can be. I did want to talk about perfectionism and how it relates to something is wrong with me, but that also translates to like business and success in our career, or actually even more so for me in just pursuing our passions. How does perfectionism get in the way? How is it stopping us from feeling the good feelings of success instead of just chasing the next thing that we have to be perfect at? Totally. Because, I mean, when you think about it, perfectionism can often be seen as like something really good. You're striving for excellence. You're going to be the best. And that sounds awesome. The problem is when it leads to self-criticism and this reluctance to even start pursuing your dream, because if it's not going to be perfect, I don't even want to do it. Or procrastination associated with that. You can't start or you can't finish because you procrastinate to the finish line and because it's not perfect. So forget it. And then you end up like micromanaging everything and just having to make sure every single detail is perfect before you can even start. Even when I started this podcast, I didn't know how to start a podcast. I didn't know what that was going to look like. I had to go and do a lot of actual inner work of what that would be like to start it and it not be perfect. The way in which you did your podcast, you went for it. You did not have everything planned to a T. You just went for it and look where it's gone. But I have also had experiences with others that have launched podcasts where they couldn't get to the launch because they didn't have every single I dotted and T crossed. You can't. In life, it's impossible for everything to be perfect. But that feeling of when you see it not being perfect, it all of a sudden reflects on you that something is wrong with you. So that's where that barrier is, is when it's not perfect and you immediately go to, well, something is wrong with me or it's not perfect. I'm not going to be the best. So something's wrong with me or I'm going to be rejected and something's wrong with me or I'm not going to be loved and something's wrong with me. If people don't listen to my podcast, well, then something's wrong with me. You know what the interesting thing is when you you say like, if it's not perfect, We're judging ourselves and we're the ones deciding whether or not it's perfect or not, which is even worse. No one is saying to us, this isn't perfect. We're self-saying this isn't perfect. It's like, to who though? What if it is to someone else, right? It's like a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword and you're self-sabotaging before you even get out of the gate. Yes. You're like, it's not perfect. Oh, I guess I can't do it. No. And then you feel, you said the feelings that come out of it is you just feel not good enough. You don't feel worthy. You feel... It feels like a difficult place to live. It's a horrible place to be. (laughs) Like your self-esteem is down. You have so much self-doubt. You can't set goals because you just feel so bad about yourself. It is not overtly obvious. That is the challenging part. It's like how many times you say, 
dude, something's wrong with you. To a friend, what's wrong with you if they're acting a certain way? You say, I'm just trying to be perfect. Give me a break. (laughs) If you're out on the town with your friends, they do something weird or strange. And you're like, hey, man, what's wrong with you? Like, pull it together. Get it together. I know you're awesome. I know you're amazing. What's happening? Exactly. But something is going on with them. And then you're actually almost reinforcing that idea as something is wrong with them. So that reinforcement comes out like they might be seeking some sort of validation in some way. And then they're not getting it. And you're saying like, what's wrong with you? And then they're saying, yeah, obviously something's wrong with me. And it's this weird mind fuck that your brain does. And then that can happen in business too. Same thing, right? Like all of a sudden you have a project to do or you're working on and you just can't get it done and you're procrastinating or you're, you're putting it off. And all of a sudden someone's like, man, what's wrong with you? Like you have to hand that in. Like that has to be done. Yeah. You've been working on this for three weeks. What have you been doing? That goes to criticism, not being able to handle criticism because something's wrong with you. And you take that criticism as if it's against you rather than just the work. Again, it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. Something's wrong with me. And then darkest hours of the night before the project's due, the person has to put forward the work. They don't want to get fired, right? They don't want to let the team down. But then it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's not what they wanted. It's not what they envisioned. It wasn't what they planned. Then they come out of it. They're not very confident. Then they're presenting work that they don't love necessarily when they have the full ability to do great work if they could just accept themselves and the work that they produced. Right. Something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. I know how to do this. I have a plan in my mind. I know I'm capable, but I can't execute. Something's wrong with me. I shouldn't have this job. I shouldn't have this position. How am I going to make it? Have you ever had this happen? I have had so many times where I want my work to be truly perfect. I can't let it go. It's like, I can't just do the work. In my head, it has to be a certain way. If I'm not like giving 110%, it's awful. When the truth is, it's more than fine. Some people talk about the idea of like giving zero fucks about things when it comes to work and business. I cannot. Like I I give too many. (laughs) And I know I shouldn't. I give too many fucks. (laughs) I give all the fucks. The thing is, I know my work is great. Even if it was at 50%, this is a total thing on me. What's wrong with me? It's like, why can't I just let it go? Because it has to be perfect. Perfect. Because then I'm perfect. (laughs) You will be loved. You will be accepted. You won't be abandoned. You won't be rejected. The core wound of something is wrong with me comes from negative childhood experiences, comes from attachment issues, comes from abandonment, comes from bullying and peer rejection. All of these things, parental expectations, ooh, and trauma. Any one of those things connect to something is wrong with me. And then that translate into your ability to pursue your passion, especially when it comes to passion. Business is one thing. And I get the added sort of stress situation around that. Can you talk more about the passions? Because that seems like that should be so light and fluffy and easy. No worries, but that's not the case. Also, when you're pursuing your passion, that means that it's you on the line. It's not your work. It's something that you love, that you care about, that you want. And there's so much that comes, like so many barriers to pursuing your passion. That's a good one. Yeah. You have your self-doubt. You have your, am I worthy? You have your fear of rejection. 
something is wrong with me. You have all of these things coming at you and you have to navigate them all. It's an added layer. Has something wrong with you ever come into play when you were pursuing your passions? The young Jen was a little child actress. Anytime I was rejected or didn't get something, which was multiple times, I mean, I celebrated the wins. When I didn't get it, you just kind of bury it and move on. That clearly something is wrong with me. You didn't pick me. You didn't choose me. Something I did wasn't good enough. I didn't look a certain way. I didn't speak a certain way. I didn't act a certain way. I am not good enough. However, that didn't stop me from continually failing and trying again. Maybe something's wrong with me in that capacity. (laughs) I get knocked down, but I get up again and I'm still sad. I still do auditions to this day, just not to be picked. (laughs) But you are getting picked. Sometimes it's such a balance, right? But you know what? At the end of the day, it is such a joy for me. And like you talk about passion and, and it's part of the business. Like I get it's a gritty, difficult business. So I just keep pushing the feelings associated. That's what you've helped me work on. Without you, I'd be in the corner crying all day. <laughs> okay, but share, Jen. I want you to share. So I led you into this because I want to hear what you have to share about it. Oh, specifically about the work that we did together. I was thinking there was something affected my life like in different ways in terms of of relationship potentially coming out of a certain romantic relationship. And I thought I have to mourn the loss of this relationship. When I worked with you, then I realized it was not even about that past relationship at all. It was went all the way back to when I was just tiny, tiny young Jen. And the ideas of not feeling good enough or being rejected or not picked in life then translated all the way to my current romantic relationships. This was mind-blowing to me. I couldn't have ever in my a million years realized that that was connected. And you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, joking. And you did. And then this is the thing. It's like you have to work on the past to be able to live presently, joyfully, and move forward towards the future. Call you an angel? I would, personally. But <laughs> to call you perfect? Yeah, you are. You helped me in such a way. I'm going to go run and hide. I got to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I've just ruined your career. Essentially, it's like what you did and the work we did, it just set me up for success in, in so many ways, both professionally now and in personal relationships and just as the gen I am. Oh, man, if we could have done this years ago, like, where were you, Danita? Where were you? You're here now. That's all that counts. I think it's so important. People don't realize like whatever's affecting them in the current moment. You think it's one thing and then you sit down with Danita for three hours or a month or (laughs) six months and you realize, wait a minute, there's more to this than I could have ever imagined. And then that's why then the healing takes place and resolutions are found because you get right down to it. And that's the goal. Thank you, Jen, for angelic words towards me. I've got a million for you. I can keep it coming all day. But I also wanted to say is that it is truly you that did the work. You are the one that went back with my help and had to feel it. Like you had to sit there in the pain of rejection of 10-year-old Jen and feel what that felt like. Yeah. And this is the thing. It's very difficult work. But when I say difficult, it's like difficult slash the most amazing thing you've ever experienced. So yes, you do have to be prepared to feel the feelings and fully feel them. And once you do, then you get to come out on the other side like a million bucks with Anita. 
Danita, now I, it's all full circle. I feel like when you were going ahead to launch this podcast, I think perhaps you were more planned out than you could have ever thought, if you think about it. I didn't know what I was going to sound like. I knew that I always wanted to speak, but I have never been on a microphone for an extended period of time. I truly didn't know what that whole scene would look like, like how I would sound. Would I be embarrassed of myself? And those feelings were like, is something going to be wrong with me while I'm on the mic? And no matter how many times I can tell you that you sound amazing, it doesn't matter what we say. It matters what you think about yourself. How did you just go, nope, I'm doing it? I did a lot of inner work. The main thing that came at me was I did inner child work. And during that inner child work, I just asked myself, Danita, I asked her what she wanted in life. And she said she wants to speak. I had a lot of things that I wanted to say and I wanted to share them. Young Danita wishes she knew then what I know now. Well, how do I do that? Well, you start sharing. But I had to feel all of the feelings associated with that, what that would look like. Would I be embarrassing my parents? Would my family think something is wrong with me because I'm on a microphone? There's no way I would have done this without having done primal emotions and inner child work. I would have avoided it. I would have said I wanted to do it. I would have made all the plans for it. And then I would have come up with excuses or reasons or put it off or done something because I would have just been like, I'm not ready. In all honesty, I wouldn't have been ready until I did the work. I was not ready for the perfectionists, the perfectionist within us, because, you know, lots of us have that in us. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. The best you can do is the best you. Thanks, Jen. Thank you, Danita. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life, to find awareness in their truth, and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube, where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.